0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This is Jeff Fedotin with Believe in Chiefs on the Believe Network, Kansas City's number one sports podcast network, the only place with a show for every team in KC and more. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? On this week's show, former Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman Joe Valerio and I discussed the Chiefs. Exciting win against the Raiders on Monday Night Football and preview Sunday's huge game against the Bills. Joe, I spoke to Travis Kelsey, who scored four touchdowns against the Raiders. Spoke to him last week for a Forbes story, and he said every game day he has French toast. That's his routine. Joe, he's got the Breakfast of Champions. He's modeling it after you. That Breakfast of Champions.
1: You you remembered. You remembered every early game. I always had French toast, and every afternoon or night game, it was always pasta. So you you remembered, and I and Travis maybe maybe he picked up the Chiefs cookbook or something uh, <laughs> where he was reading through some old articles, you know, and some old KC stars or something. He saw he saw an old article about my French toast, my love of French toast pregame. So. Hey, it's the it's the it's the breakfast and lunch of of pass catching tight end <laughs> right. <laughs> you're definitely in that group.
0: I wonder if there is actually something to that that you know, like it's a good you get some protein in there, you know, it's like a good, like um
1: carb. It has a little bit of everything, right, you know. It's it's,
0: just, maybe it's something if you're a little bit nervous or anxious for a game, you can always down French toast, right? Right,
1: exactly. A little syrup, a little butter. I'm all set. A little cinnamon, you know, nutmeg, I'm all set. So there we go. Who who thought we were going to have you know dining with Jeff and Joe on our on our podcast, right? Everybody thought we were going to talk about the Chiefs, uh, Raiders, and Chiefs Bills.
0: I'm sure people were really. This is what they were uh, tuning in for. <laughs> well, so moving along, because again, they, they probably want to hear about actual football analysis. Joe, when when the Chiefs were down 17 nothing to the Raiders, were you confident that they would still pull it out? I mean. Pull it – like,
1: win the game, I wasn't like – it just didn't f- – get into the game, absolutely, because it's the Raiders. I mean, you know, how Raider was it when the two receivers ran into each other at the end? Like, that was just yeah. like – that was just the Raiders being the Raiders. Like, you just – for whatever reason, they just collapse against the Chiefs. I don't know what it is, but, I mean – I gotta say, Jeff, when it was seventeen nothing, I was getting a little worried because we didn't even really seem to have that spark um in the first half that that, you know, I, I knew would ultimately if we did get that spark, pull the Chiefs out of the of the doldrums that they were in. But it just seemed like nothing was going right. And and you know, the Raiders were just, you know, being the Raiders and, you know, jumping out to a lead and then and I figured, all right, well, Maybe they'll blow this thing, you know, And 17 points with the chiefs is, it's not that much, you yeah. know, it's, it's three scores and you know, that the chiefs are going to put up some points. So, I mean, I didn't like it. I didn't like this win, to be honest. I really, it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't make, it's a win. It's a Raiders win. It's a Monday night win, but it didn't, it didn't, didn't make me happy. It's not sitting well, Jeff. There's, there's a couple of holes in this game. Um, and not running back holes that people run through, but just holes in the play that have me a little concerned. I'm just being honest. I can't, you know me, I love our Chiefs and I love being, you know, a fan and also covering them, but I've got to be objective and, and and just bring a little bit of reality into this. There's some things that are concerning about this team, especially going into, uh, into the Bills week. Uh, after seeing, you know, that display, some of the display on Monday night.
0: Um, you know, and we'll get more into those concerns, Joe. Um, I was actually even 17-0. I just, the Chiefs being the, the comeback kings they are with Mahomes and being the Raiders who, you know, already coughed up a big lead uh, to the Cardinals this year. Uh, I was actually pretty confident. And then especially once um, – Right hit that fifty nine yard field goal before the half. I was like, oh, there's no doubt. Yeah. Then, then I was actually like supremely confident. I'm like, the Raiders have given it their best shot, and they just hit a fifty nine. They're only down ten. You know, um, that that's that's right up their alley. Um, you you said, that, you know, there's you had some concerns. Something we definitely need to talk about, which was a concern early, and given your obvious expertise, the offensive line. Uh, Mahomes even told the offensive line. You pretty much said uh, you are either going to win or lose this game for us, and they did respond. Uh, played mm-hmm. better in the second half. Joe, talk about that. Well, it's
1: not so much just the Raiders game. I mean, they did respond. I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about the their ability to um, to sustain a win if the Chiefs, you know, get a lead, or, or you know, to be able to control the the line of scrimmage in the run game so that. Patrick and and Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid can have the full complement of their of their playbook at their disposal. That's what I'm concerned about because you know if if the Chiefs can't establish a solid running game, and like I take Patrick Mahomes out of it, mm-hmm. he's not a running back. I know he can do magic with his feet, and he will gain yardage. And you know he was the leading rusher in that game, which is concerning for me. Anytime I'm concerned for the Bills, like that that Josh Allen has been. A lot of the games they're leading rusher that's that's scary for them too because i just don't like that you know i a quarterback should be quarterbacks and i like that they can do things with their feet and make things happen and press the line of scrimmage and and do that but you know you i'm a traditionalist when it comes to you know to football and i feel like you've got to establish a solid real true to form running game that brings linebackers up it brings safeties up it exposes secondary and it forces you to bring eight seven into the box and try to stop it and then you can then start dinking and dunking down the field and throwing the ball like it's it's complementary to each Mm -hmm. other and I just I just don't I i am just not sold yet on the way that Clyde McKinnon and 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 Isaiah are 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 this thing is working because they're not establishing themselves as a team that could run the ball and could run the game out if if they needed to do that, if they got up by two scores and they needed to just ground and pound. I just am very fearful of that part of their game right now, and that has, that has me concerned because, you know, Buffalo's got a really, really solid defense, and they've got a really good offense, and if they hit on all cylinders, I don't want the Chiefs to get caught on their back foot, you know, trying to just, just win it on Patrick's arm and with his feet again. Because eventually it's going to catch up with them.
0: It's it's so interesting too. You mentioned the running game, how how weirdly hit and miss it's yeah. been. Like the Colts, you know, Edwards De had that game where he had like zero rushing yards, and then he and Pacheco look fantastic against a really good Buccaneers defense. The Raiders defense has not been playing that well, and then they struggle. It it's just real um, uh, weird. And we're we're going to get a little bit more into the Raiders game, and of course. Uh, this huge matchup, one of the games of the year against the uh, Buffalo Bills. But first, football is back, and Bet Online remains your number one source for all your football betting needs this season. You'll find the latest odds, matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all sports wagering info, Bet Online features live betting, free contests, live scores, and giveaways all season long. Always the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports and events like MLB, MMA, tennis, boxing, and even golf. Head to betonline.ag to join and receive your 100% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use promo code BLEAV, believe, to receive your rewards. Bet online where the game starts. Uh, Joe, two more things to talk about before we move on to the bills. Who are actually favored by three points according to Bet Online, our sponsor. Um, one the other side of the, the the defense has been such a bright spot this year for the Chiefs. Um, I'm a little worried about when the run game in the Chiefs run defense entered that contest first in the NFL. I've been playing lights out, they're still ranked number third, but had a lot of trouble with Josh Jacobs. Mm-hmm. I'm a little worried about that. Josh McDaniels after the game kind of alluded that. You know the Chiefs are obviously very good against a run, but they've been uh, getting so far ahead of teams that they've kind of had to abandon the run. So maybe they're not quite as strong as the numbers look. Um, so that was a concern. And then the 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 deep passing game. You know we've we've seen that. That's been and that that is going to become uh, that a major issue potentially against the Bills.
1: Yeah, I mean going back to the to the run game. You and I have been talking for years about. Josh Jacobs, right? We've always said he's the guy that scares us the most. As, um, bad, as bad as Raiders teams have been um going into those Raider week games, you and I have both always talked about Josh Jacobs and and what he can do and he he did it. He did it on Monday night. I mean, he he did everything he could. He carried that team on their back literally and figuratively.
0: Yeah.
1: Um as 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 they were, you know, attempting to win that game, um, so the one thing that gives me, you know, kind of paralleling the two games, right. But Buffalo coming up and Raiders past is that I just, the Buffalo doesn't have a real established running game either. And, and I think they're, they're struggling just as much as the chiefs are. And, you know, Josh Allen's obviously their top rusher. That's not good for them. And, you know, they're just, there's their passing game has just been so strong, that they're able to able to overcompensate it, and they're able to use Josh's feet to compensate for, you know, establishing the line of scrimmage a little bit, and and sort of enforcing um, in, in people into, into an uncomfortable situation when he starts to run and abandoning the pass coverage. So um, it's a it's it's a really just unique situation that both teams are in 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 their running games, and and you know the the Chiefs. I think that's a great point. You know who who were they really playing? to establish that number one, you know, spot with the run game because we certainly didn't see it. I know we're missing Willie Gay. That's a big, a big loss because he just was, he plugged such a nice hole in both the run and pass game for this team. And he was playing so well.
0: And he'll be back after the Bills game. So that that will help down the stretch. By the way, piggybacking on your point, Joe, Bills tied for the seventh fewest rushing attempts this season, 115. Um, So, and some of those are probably designed Josh Allen runs. Uh, so the the Bills present their problems uh, running game with running get backs may not be one uh, for this week though.
1: Yeah, I, I think what the Chiefs need to do is I think I think they need to they need to rush four, drop seven, and and get everybody in coverage and and mush rush. Josh Allen and force him to become a dropback quarterback.
0: That's kind be, of what teams do to Mahomes. Kind not that that you know. it's yeah. interesting, kind of a similar yeah.
1: book there. Be be you know be disciplined in in their rush pass lanes. You know, if Chris Jones can force the the, the pocket up the middle and mirror Josh Allen, I, I would I would I would almost rather not see a lot of sacks in this game and see a more disciplined rush and to keep Josh in the pocket. And to get in his face than trying to, you know, give him lanes. If, 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 if Frank Clark and Karloftis and, and Mike Dana, whoever's rushing on the edge at any given time, if they, you know, if they bolt upfield and there's any bit of, uh you know, openings in the, in the middle in those, in those lanes with, with Chris Jones and whoever's rushing from the other tackle spot, you know, Josh is going to take advantage of that. And and as soon as they start to bring one extra linebacker in or start to blitz to try to compensate for for Josh using his legs, then he's going to start picking you apart with that receiving core. So they're going to have to be Spags going to put together a really nice game plan for keeping Allen in the pocket, but not only just keeping him in the pocket, but getting in his, into his face at the same time in a, in a less traditional way, right? If he gets if they get very traditional. In their pass rush, he could do a Patrick Mahomes, find the pocket in the pocket type, you know, strategy and then start using his legs. And then, you know, they're like, oh, now we're going to have to blitz or we're going to have to, you know, we're going to have to rush five. And then, bam, that's going to open them up to, you know, some some expose them in the defensive backfield because, you know, we're really missing McDuffie at this point. I mean, it would have been nice to have him, uh, you know, for this game.
0: And hopefully he'll be back. There's a chance he could be back against Buffalo. He he yeah. is practicing, so we'll we'll see about that. Speaking of receivers and coverage, Joe, I've got I've got a stat for you. This is you're going <laughs> to love recording this pod. We're good. We've got cool stats. We've talked about French toast. It's really uh, right <laughs> up your alley. Gabe Davis, who 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 just crushed the Bills. Excuse me, crushed the Chiefs during the divisional playoff game. He was so good in that game. He is averaging 28.1 yards per catch. Just an insane number.
1: That's, 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 and you know me, I'm, I'm like, I'm the guy that I like the three yards in a cloud of dust, right? I'm always talking about, you know, average yards per catch, average yards per rush. And, and I, I, I like, I always like to take out those long ones to, um, sort of, uh, you know, give
0: it a more natural average. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And and get rid of the outliers, but Mm -hmm. he is having himself a ball. I mean, he is, it. he's, he is all over it and he's brought a whole nother dimension to, you know, to the digs, uh, you know, to the digs sort of compliment, I guess, for lack of better terms, right. He's really, really complimenting that well and giving Josh some Major, uh, you know, some major options. So, really, really interesting to see, um, you know, how that's gonna, how that's gonna really play out when you've got a receiver, you know, like, like Diggs, you know, he's, he's almost to a thousand, halfway to a thousand yards. And then you get somebody like Davis with 309. I mean, that's a, that's a combination right there.
0: Yeah. That, that's, that's the matchup. I think the, the Bills receivers versus the Chiefs defensive backs, that's definitely the one, um, I'm going to be watching uh, this Sunday. Uh, A few more things for you. So the the Bills have the number one ranked offense, the number two ranked defense. They're an NFL best. They have an NFL best plus 91 point differential. Joe, the Bills, I think, are going to be ornery following last year's heartbreaking playoff defeat. We all remember the cool 13 seconds, amazing comeback by the Chiefs. And much like the Chiefs won revenge against the Bucs for the Super Bowl 55 loss a couple weeks ago, I I think that's going to be the Bills' attitude. Plus, the Bills have a nice, rested Josh Allen after pummeling the Steelers 38-3. Chiefs are coming off a short week and a very physical game. Joe, I've got to pick the Bills on Sunday.
1: I mean, Jeff. You, you, yeah. I mean, you just you just keep going down the list, and mm-hmm. and it's one it's one Nick a, against the Chiefs every time you you know you you you, you break out a new sentence, right? Yeah. Short week, uh, you know, up 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 and down win against the Raiders. I just feel like if you just had to sit there and meditate on this choice right like let's, well, let's Josh put,
0: Allen that's what he does before games he, he yeah. likes to meditate well exactly Josh Allen
1: who would have thought uh, we'd be talking about yoga and meditation too <laughs> and, during this pod but sit there and breathe and think about the momentum and 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 just let let the momentum and the feel of these two teams take over Mm -hmm. and you got to go with the bills. I I hate to say it, Jeff. I know our listeners aren't going to be happy about that because I want to pick the chiefs Mm. every week. Um, You know, we know that, you know, there's no team since 1972 that's gone undefeated. So it's 50 years since a team has gone, you know, undefeated. So we know that nobody's going to go undefeated. We get, we get that, but we also want to pick the team to think, you know, they're going to win but if you you know if you're not honest with yourself, I just don't feel the momentum of this game going in the Chiefs' favor, just based on all those things that we talked about. You know, the Chiefs being a little shorthanded on on defense, right? Without Willie Gay, possibly with or without McDuffie. It's not going to be in game shape for sure, right? Not having played in a couple weeks. Um, you know, you've got you've got the 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 offensive line, it's sort of you just don't know which offensive line is going to show up, right? We don't know which Orlando Brown is going to show up. He seems like he's playing a little slow right now. And you've got, you know, you've got two, you know, Rousseau and and, and Vaughn Miller. you got two fantastic outside pass rushers that are going to, you know, try to take advantage. We saw that Andrew struggled a little bit with Max Crosby in that game. I think he, mm-hmm. he held his own. But I just, I, I mean... Again, I'm I don't mean to be all over the place and I know I'm I'm kind of all over the place right now with my thought cuz I'm 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 worried about this game for the Chiefs. I really am because here's here's my biggest fear, Jeff. Not that we lose. My biggest fear is that this this game really exposes some of the things and the holes that the Chiefs do have on this team right now as it stands. The running game, pass defense, um you know, sort of, uh, special, some special teams issues. Like I just don't want them to lose big in this game and for it to cause a downward slide. Um, the same way that we lost when we beat the Eagles in 1992, not to big, bring up ancient history, but I remember that team came in, they were five and zero, Um, and we beat them on play action. We were under, I think we were home dogs at that point against that Eagles team. Um, and we sent the Eagles on like a down and, and so I don't want this, this chiefs team to get disheartened if they lose big in this game, which is a possibility. And I don't want them to, you know, kind of go on that downward spiral and, you know, have finger pointing or things like that. That's the kind of stuff that keeps me up at night is that momentum that a team could either lose or gain in a game like this.
0: That, um, by the way, was, perhaps my favorite Chiefs game I w- was in a tennis for that Eagles Chiefs game <laughs> I am sure we talked about it before cuz everyone was going to be like everyone was pr- picking the Eagles and everyone was about the NFC so this was a national game and everyone was like oh you know the Chiefs are good to just pound it pounded and came out throwing Joe and you guys crushed them uh Joe get, it sounds like so are you picking the Bills to win and give us maybe a matchup uh that that you'll be looking for in this big big game here on Sunday
1: well, of course, I mean, of course, the first thing I'm going to be watching is, is how fast are, well, how, I'm sorry, I should say this, how slowly are the chiefs offensive line going to uh, allow their defensive ends to, to, to start to collapse the pocket for Patrick. If, if, if it turns into a, a, a sprint for Vaughn Miller and, and Rousseau, I think it could be a really long day if Patrick's running for his life. So, I'm going to I'm going to start watching that first. And then, you know, offensively if if I see in the passing game that they have a control over those two and that and that Patrick can can, can take his time and find the receivers he needs to find, I'm going to be watching to see if they can if if they can actually establish a run game. Cuz if they can do that at the same time while protecting Patrick, I think that gives the Chiefs the best chance for success. You know, which it's just look, it's not it's not rocket science, right? You, you can establish the run game, pull seven, eight guys up into the box. Patrick can do his thing, and and Andy and Eric can you know pick the secondary and and the middle of the field apart with uh, with their fantastic playbook. So I'm going to be watching that first. How well will the Chiefs establish the run game? Can they protect Patrick? And then and then on the other side of the ball, you know what is I'm going to be watching Chris Jones. I think he could be the difference maker in this game if he can keep Josh Allen from running cuz he's athletic enough to rush up the middle get pressure and also keep Josh from from tearing down the field and running 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 away with you know running away with a lot of yards uh you know scrambling around back there so i'm going to be watching to see if if Chris Jones can really solidify the middle of that pocket and sort of help the chiefs di- implement a disciplined rush against Josh Allen
0: uh, great cues there, Joe. You mentioned Chris Jones. We've got it. I know it's been a little bit. It's been a minute, but it's still such a hot button issue in the NFL, Joe. That that strip sack that wasn't when they called unnecessary rough roughness, just ridiculous in my my uh, in my mind. Anything you'd like to add about that?
1: Oh, Jeff, I gotta I gotta say, man, I I, I don't know what is going on right now with with the protection of the quarterback. And listen, I am all for player safety, bud. I am all for it. Don't get me wrong. I do not want to see the NFL go down a road where they're not looking to protect their players and extend their careers and give fans the ability to see their favorite players out there week after week. Don't get me wrong. I am not there. But at some point, it's not going to be football anymore. Mm-hmm. And and there's only so much that a three hundred and twenty pound, six foot five defensive lineman can do. These guys are great athletes, don't get me wrong. Some of the best in the world given the body control that they have with those giant bodies of theirs, as big and as strong as they are. But come on, Jeff, you can't on a fly trying to tackle a quarterback expect somebody to like lay the quarterback down. You know, I'm watching that 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 uh, roughing the passer over and over. I know a lot of people have been on you know social media been posting the Patrick sack versus the Brady sack where they pretty much got sacked the same exact way, but they called the the roughing the passer mm-hmm. against Brady and not against Patrick. Like neither of them should have been roughing the passer, right Neither of them. like, yeah, it's it's a great argument to say, well, why wasn't it roughing on Patrick if it was roughing on Tom? Well, guess what? Neither of them should have been. You gotta sack the quarterback. like you gotta hit the quarterback. and you know this all this I don't look, do I want players being targeted? No, I don't want players being targeted, but you know, if you're gonna sack a quarterback, you're gonna sack a quarterback. That's football. Quarterbacks know what they're getting they they sign up for this. Um, so anyway, I don't mean to get on a soapbox about it. I'm not trying to be old school, you know uh, about it because I really am all for player safety one hundred percent. But at some point, I'd like to see the game get back to being football. Um, that's just my opinion.
0: 100% agree. Uh, Joe, again, what I'm most curious to see in this coming game, I, I mentioned Gabriel Davis, the numbers he has this year, in that great playoff game, that classic game. Uh, the Chiefs really decided they're going to focus on Stephon Diggs, who's having another amazing years. They held him to uh, three catches and seven yards. But Davis had eight catches for two hundred one yards and four touchdowns. I'm curious to see what they do this time. You know, do they? Well, really curious with the coverage. Do they? You know, I assume they're not going to let Gabe Davis run wild. Spagnuolo always learns from his mistakes. He's pretty crafty. I'm curious to see, and and I'm 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 seeing like I, I'm predicting the Bills about by that bet online. Uh, line by by about three but you know what if if this is going down if there's 13 seconds to play yeah, right. I think the bills are going to be a little bit nervous i think oh, yeah. uh, joe what's your prediction no it, i totally i list?
1: totally agree with you jeff yeah. i i i i it can go either way don't get me wrong i'm not i'm not being a doomsayer here in a wet blanket and saying the chiefs aren't going to win or can't win this game but just looking at all the data, all the stats, all the teams that they've played, how they've beaten each team leading into this game. And then all of those little intangibles that you were kind enough to kind of lay out there as far as the little things, right? The short week, blah, 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 all those things. I, I see that I see it being a three point game myself. I think it's going to be a, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I I think, I think the, the, the bills are going to have a little bit of an easier time, maybe, um, going up and down the field, but the chiefs of course are going to score. So I'm thinking it's going to be like a 34 to 31 game. Um, And like you said, maybe, maybe it does come down to who has the ball last. And, you know, if, if if Buffalo's up by that 31 to 30, 34 to 31 score with a minute left, and somehow the chiefs end up with the ball, you know, the chiefs can get down, kick a field goal, score a touchdown. Like it's going to be, it's going to be, I think it's going to be a shootout. I really do. I, I, and look, I could be totally wrong and it could be 10 to nine and, you know, it could be all field goals for all we know, but I just have this suspicious feeling that it's going to be a high scoring game and each team's going to score in their thirties. It's going to come down to whoever has the ball last. And, you know, I think the the bills will be ahead at that particular time, probably by, like you said, a field goal and it's going to be up to the chiefs to see if they can win it or not.
0: I'm also curious. we talked a lot about the chiefs running game and you wisely point out how they have to uh, stick to it. Um, and I, I think they will. And I, I think that's much like so many teams try to run ball against the chiefs to keep Patrick Mahomes off the field. I think it's kind of the same playbook. You want to keep Josh Allen off the field. They have The bills have a pretty good edge rush now with uh, Vaughn Miller and Rousseau getting a little bit older in the second year. Um, Same with Basham. So I think that might be a good tactic. And, you know, the Chiefs sort of when their running game wasn't working because the Colts, they responded so well the next week. So that's going to be another interesting uh, thing to watch. Joe, is this going to be another classic then? It sounds like it by your kind of
1: prediction. I think it's so far. I mean, I know we're only six games in, but it's obviously, at the very least, it's the NFL game of the week for sure. It's definitely the AFC game of the week. It could be the AFC game of the year for the yeah. regular season and yeah. will be the national AFC game. I don't think there's going to be any other games on in the afternoon on CBS or any other, um, uh, station. I don't, I don't think Jeff. Yeah, I, I might be going, mistaken,
0: but no, you're totally right. Going to the whole country. And you know, the other thing I want to say, Joe, before we, uh, wrap up here is that I feel that we, a lot of gloom and doom on this, uh, podcast, you know, we we started with the French toast and everything was sweet. It <laughs> just sugary. went down from there, and we were complaining about all the Chiefs. Chiefs are four and one. They right. just beat their arch rival when they were didn't have their A game. And the, and the Raiders, though, they're I don't think they are a good team this year. They are a talented team. They have a mm-hmm. lot: Devontae Adams, Chandler Jones, Max Crosby. They beat them not playing their uh A game. They're four and one. This is kind of the hard part of the schedule. They have the Bills, the Niners, and then it it softens a little bit that, that eight game sked, we kept talking about, uh, you know, will be over. So like, I, I just don't want to be. Yeah. Yeah. Know, no, That.
1: Th- th- thank you, Jeff. I, I appreciate it. Cause you, <laughs> you're bringing us back. It's, you know, it's, it, we're recording this late, right. We're, we're, it's middle of the week. We have a short week. We're, <laughs> we're hungry for, for this chief build. We, you know, cause listen, Jeff, let's be honest. I don't care what anybody says. I know I lived in the Marty era where, you know, you basically, the the, the the most important game was the next game. And, and and that's how I always approach football. It's how I've always kind of approached life is you just keep taking things as they come and you don't look ahead. But come on, you have to admit, either subconsciously or or just in their mental space somewhere, there's a lot of players on both sides of this ball, Chiefs or Bills, that have probably circled this game on their calendar. And And, you know, I know you don't ever want to look past teams and, and things like that. So,, uh, yeah, I look, the chiefs fans should be really excited about, like you said, there's a lot of positives coming out of this game um against the Raiders um you know they beat the Raiders they're four and one we didn't you know September's the new Is he, Kirk, Herb, Kirk Herb Street stole my my thunder <laughs> there so let's just let's just get that on record that it's on recording for posterity that that he must have been listening to our pod because that was my line he took my line that's
0: been my line
1: yeah for you, two years did
0: you hear him say like I texted did you hear him say that too or did you just see my... I just
1: I got your text okay. yeah so you know but uh you know, I'm, I'm, I'm. I think we're past the preseason, we'll call it, of September, and we're getting into the meat of the season. And I think the Chiefs fans have a lot to be, a lot to look forward to with Willie Gay coming back, McDuffie getting healthy again. You know, there's going to be a lot of real positive things going into this, uh, this heart meat of the season that's coming up. So, yeah, I'm, I, you're right. Thanks for bringing me back, buddy. You brought me back. I, it was getting a little little down in the dumps there because i just keep thinking about you know this bill's team and and they're good they're really good so it's going to be a test and we just have to rise to the rise to the challenge
0: usually you're the ray of sunshine and i'm i'm the kind of role reversal and you mentioned the guy's getting healthier uh harrison butker practicing now so we're hopeful he's going to be there that would be a big difference as well well, if you enjoy this show presented by Bet Online, please subscribe. We're available on your favorite directories iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, Luminary, and TuneIn. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.